0: <clears throat> problems with his dad is kind of like the root of his problem
1: but uh, i see what he did there again yeah that's uh that, that's a pretty clever idea yeah, yeah I, i'm gonna use that sometime yeah <laughs> uh, should we give him credit absolutely not
2: welcome to the Dad and boys podcast your boy is eating something because he's hungry mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we just got off the uh, off the podcast with Jonathan, um, also Trillo and Suede. So actually, we had three people on the podcast tonight. What
0: three? What three
2: today? It was a fun conversation, man. It was a uh, ventriloquism. Uh, talked about some spooky puppet stories um, and the life of a ventriloquist. Are you done chewing? Swallow your damn and food. And he's
0: a dad too, so it doesn't violate any rules. Woo. <laughs>
2: It was a good time. I like talking to him. Um, you have anything else to say
0: about it? No, let's get to the interview. All right, here we go.
1: Welcome to the Dead Boys podcast.
0: <laughs> How you doing today, Mike?
2: Man, I feel energized. I'm super pumped to talk to these two gentlemen.
0: <laughs> Trillo and Suede. We actually got some real-life detectives here with us today.
2: What are we figuring out today, though?
0: What's being investigated today? Hmm.
1: Well, uh, if you have some kind of an issue, you could always uh, talk to us about it. But, you know, it doesn't doesn't have to be today. You can always come by our office. Well, that's in Brooklyn. I don't think you're in Brooklyn, you guys, right? Yeah, where are you situated? Are you close to Brooklyn?
0: No, no. I'm in California. Mike's from Texas.
1: Well, it depends on how important and how urgent your case is. It might be worth a flight over to New York City for us to solve it. You'll be the judges of that.
0: So uh I, I first discovered you guys on the senegado Studios YouTube channel. And uh you had you you had another podcaster learning how to do ventriloquism It's the right word, right?
1: Yeah, I gave them uh, a few ideas, a few tips on how to do it. You know, of course it takes a lot of practice. I came by it very naturally, like I was just as soon as I came into existence, I was carved about 30, 33 years ago, was it? About. Yeah, I, he, he wasn't born. I was carved out of the oak wood. And uh, right away, I just. Uh, I was carved into existence with this uncanny ability to do ventriloquism. So I had to find myself a dummy. Here he is.
3: <laughs> well, that's his version of the events. But we actually. I know he's kind of kidding around. Yeah, I, I like to. Uh, to sort of
1: troll him a little bit about that. But we actually met in the Last Exit Nightclub in Brooklyn, New York. We were hanging out there, and uh, he was looking for somebody to join his ventriloquist act. So I tried it out, but I gave it up very quickly because I find it demeaning and humiliating to play the role of the dummy, you know? It's kind of sickening. Maybe you want to throw it. So I said, no, no dice. We're not going to do this. But, you know, we could do something else together because we kind of, uh, like, hit it off as... Uh, you know, friends, a lot of other stuff in common, the way we think about stuff and look at stuff. So we think we'd like to solve mysteries. And uh, we saw we like to figure people out and psychoanalyze people and, you know, size people up. So that combination of stuff, you know, the mysteries, investigation, solving stuff, uh, analyzing people, you know, well, detectives, that's the, that's the way to go. We decided we'll be private investigators and the rest is history.
0: So you've been on the call here for a couple minutes. What what can you say about me? I'm sure you psyched me up. Maybe you've looked at my social medias. Maybe you've uh, did a couple of background checks on me.
1: Absolutely not, because we had virtually no interest in your background. <laughs> I mean, if you are uh you know, I figured if you're if we were hired to investigate you, you'd better believe we would check you out very thoroughly. But we uh, kind of don't care. I just really figured it's going to be fun. You seem like a, like a, Interesting guy to just have a chat with and get to know each other. Who knows, you know? But no, as a, you know, we separate. A lot of people think that we do that all the time. You know, always investigating, always analyzing. But you know, it's it's a job. Yeah, I mean, we like anything else. We we get tired of We want to get our minds off it when we're not actually on a case. So if you're not if you're not hiring us, if you're not paying us us money, you know, dough, or moolah, lettuce, greenbacks, all that stuff. Well, then uh, we're not going to investigate you. <laughs>
0: Since, since you work for money, money's come from trees. You're essentially from a tree. Is is that kind of uh, a little morbid? Sounds
2: Yeah. Like, it, yeah, that's kind of disgusting a little bit. I, I I would feel offended about money. I think I would only use coins,
1: not, not paper. Well, I see where you're going with that thing too. That's kind of the stretch. I don't really care, you know, because it's the, uh, it's the essence of but what's the result. I don't care where anything came from, you know, I mean, like, uh, I don't discriminate. I go out with human chicks all the time, you know. I don't care that they're not made out of wood, you know. Uh, They don't seem to care either. I mean, they kind of really dig me. If you know, if you catch my drift, oh, that's a, Mike is over there, right? Mike is the tech guy, it looks like. He's got those cords on his head. Not even close (laughs) to the tech guy.
2: I'm on to your little investigation skills, man. Nope, I am not the tech guy. The tech guy is
1: to (laughs) my left or right. Depending on right, how we're well, situation, I don't see this hiding someplace. And you're, uh, what, what's that, uh, Daddy? You call yourself Daddy? Well, you're not <laughs> my Daddy because, uh, I mean, my Daddy was an oak tree, so it can't be you. <laughs> how,
2: how old was your, uh, how old was your dad before he passed away? I know he uh, had. I mean, I'm assuming seven hundred
0: ninety-five years old. <laughs> he had
2: to pass away to give birth to you. Is that correct?
1: Well, not, not really. I mean, they just took uh, the story that I got. They took a chunk out of his truck. They just uh, cut a uh, chunk out of this trunk. And I think he survived. You know, you know, the rumor has it that he survived the ordeal. And he's someplace in upstate New York, in the Adirondack Mountains. But I never wanted to uh, to go, well, I, I, I toyed with the idea of investigating. But I figured, well, I, he kind of abandoned me. He, not, he could have sought me out, but he didn't. That's one of the few things that he's sensitive about. And you'll find one of the differences between us is uh, is kind of a sensitive guy. He tries to cover it, you know, not, not let the people lot but it's kind of obvious that he talked to a little bit. But I'm, I'm not sensitive.
3: In general, he's certainly not.
1: But that's a sore spot,
3: a weak spot with him, you know, that's feeling abandoned by uh, by his uh, father, you know, there
1: in the Adoran- Adirondack Mountain. So I don't really know if he's still there or not. He might still be standing. You never know. Well, so. that's the good thing about him uh, being an oak tree. He's not really going
2: anywhere. You know where to find him. So if you want to, if you want to search, you can find him. It seems they like he's still there.
0: I the hope the he's still option, there.
1: Yeah, the option is always open. It seems
0: like <laughs> problems with his dad is kind of like the root of his problem. But
1: uh, I see what he did there again. Yeah, that's uh, that, that's pretty clever. Yeah, yeah I, I'm gonna use that sometime.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, should we give him credit? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> <It's easy. laughs> Who cares? Nobody cares.
2: <laughs> <clears throat> So you guys have been doing this for, for quite some time now. Um, I mean, you guys got an impressive track record and you're even displaying your, 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 uh, journeys and and adventures that you've gone on through YouTube and stuff like that, which is dope. Um, when do you think about possibly hanging it up?
1: Well, uh, basically, you know, it depends more on my partner because, uh, you know, he's human, which is a huge disadvantage. I mean, he's, we started off together. I mean, he was, uh, Relatively young guy there, you know, 30, 33 years ago, young guy. But, you know, now he became an old fart after all these years. So it depends on Trill. Basically, we'll keep keep this up as a team until he drops dead, you know, which could be any day now, who knows? But whatever that is, (laughs) (laughs) that's the sad reality, you know, like he's going to
3: keep going, outlive me, and the um, advantage of being carved out of wood.
2: Yeah, that's the thing. Now, Swade, if, if, if God, God forbid that does happen and stuff like that, or if, if Trillo gets a little bit, you know, if he wants to pass on the reins, are you open to possibly getting a new partner? Are you
1: applying for a job here? Send me your <laughs> <resume>. <laughs> now, and that, now I'm going to I'm gonna thank you. Now I really check you out. If you're interested in partnering with me, you better believe that I'm going to check you out. <laughs> well, but the point is, would you even consider that? Probably not. I'm gonna go solo when you when you when you're finished here you know, when you're gone. I'll, I'll just go solo. I don't really need Trill all that. You know we're a good team, so it's like, uh, you know, it's a. Uh, I enjoy having him around as a partner because we sort of work together very well. Even though he's a pain in the ass on a personal level, well, the feeling's mutual. Absolutely, we get sick of each other sometimes. But that's why we like downtime separately. But as partners, detective partners, we really uh. We got something good going here. So I don't know if anybody's gonna replace Trillo in that regard. But send is, me your resume, Michael. I'll consider it.
0: <laughs> is is uh is the term puppet offensive to you, Swade?
1: Yes, absolutely. Do not call Trillo a puppet because I find it offensive to call him a, a puppet. You know, I am here to, to back you up, Trillo. Don't call him a puppet. It's very insulting. <laughs>
3: Yeah, okay, but as far as calling sway a puppet, well, yeah, it's a little bit uh, odd. Strikes me as odd why people tend to do that. I mean, because
1: he's he's my partner. Yeah, puppet. That's uh, and he has all kind of connotations that may be negative or something. So, uh, no, that's uh, the I'd say uh, a wooden American in my case. A wooden wooden American. American, yeah, in my case.
0: <laughs> so, so since you you were you were Trill's first wooden american is was that correct or or or, or did he have other well uh, I, assume that he, you?
1: He, he, I assume that he had a, a bunch of woodies at some point before he met me but i hope it wasn't inspired by me that's a kind of uh, nauseating thought well uh, are you
0: on his lap uh, right now
1: <laughs> you had to point that out huh now i really feel sick geez what am i doing oh i know what i'm doing it you know, we couldn't squeeze together on this, uh, damn computer. So I had to get close to him a little closer than I want. Yeah. The feeling's mutual, but we have to squeeze close in order to, uh, you know, do the, the fit fit in the camera frame. So we'll just ignore that for now. Yeah. But mostly we just work together as detectives. In fact, we've got a case right now. I got to We both got to get going, you know, we have to meet up with Chloe cliche, one of our favorite femme fatales. We have to meet her at the last exit nightclub, but we do have this, uh, uh, this fan, a fanatical fan, a praised fan named Jonathan Gethner, and he's hanging around here. He loves to talk to you because, you know, he's sort of like our right-hand guy, you know, helps us out, but he's... I gotta warn you guys, he's a little uh, loony. He's, he's really off the deep end. You know what he thinks? He thinks he created us. Do you imagine? <laughs> yeah, he thinks he... Uh,
0: this guy thinks he's uh, God.
1: Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah, like so He's a little... Uh, He's uh, off his rocker. But I think he's harmless. He could be, be the judges. We'll, we'll get him to the thing. You, so, you know, to hold him and talk to you. Oh, yeah, we'll on our way out. We'll we'll tell uh, Jonathan to come over here and talk to you. You know, but, some people sort of confuse Trillo with Jonathan. They, they not, he has a sort of uncanny resemblance. <laughs>
3: yeah, that's true. People see resemblance, but
1: I don't know. It's uh, Everybody's got a doppelganger,
2: man. So Trillo, Swade, I appreciate you guys. It was what? awesome talking to you.
0: One yes. last question, Suede. I've been dying to know. Okay, so I'm sure with a high-profile job, you meet a lot of ladies. What's your body count?
1: Who oh, keeps count? I can't keep track anymore. I lost count a long time ago. Yeah, I put the – I I carve the notches on my ass each time, but it's, uh, but I lost, I can't count them anymore. It's just a big smudge now. <laughs> so he lost count. Uh, I've lost count <laughs> trying to keep count of him.
0: Thank you, gentlemen. Okay. I appreciate
3: you guys. Uh, Thank you. You're welcome. My pleasure. I'll see if Jonathan's here.
0: A few moments later.
3: Hi, guys. So, I uh, was overhearing there. had a little chat with uh, my partners, Trillo and Swaede, huh? Yeah. You're the mastermind, huh? Yes, that's true. Uh, God yeah, himself. I don't want to believe it. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I created those characters quite a while ago and um, tried to bring them to life. Well, this is sort of my, my main characters as a... Uh, as you heard in that little uh, talk there with Trullo uh, Trillo and Suede, I I have a lot of uh, a lot of public characters. I do shows with all kinds, but I, I focus these days on those Trillo and Suede detective partners. That's my name. That's your bread characters.
2: and butter. Right on. I like it. I I like the duo. It's a it's a you got the Trillo and Suede, they 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 flow together. It's almost like they finish each other's sentences. It's crazy.
3: Yeah, that's something they like really know each other one. very well. It's,
2: it's amazing, like they have the sixth sense about each other. <laughs> How does how uh,
3: how, how long does, have
2: you been I how mind. long have you been doing a uh, ventriloquism for? I mean, it is so Suede, he's thirty three, right? He he was made <laughs> thirty three years yes. old. Yeah, was born thirty three years ago. How long have yeah, you been far, doing ventriloquism?
3: <laughs> yeah, well, I've been a ventriloquist for uh, hmm, let's see now, uh, <clears throat> thirty seven years. So it was uh, shortly after that, a few years after that, that um, I got. Uh, my first um my my suede character and um uh, but i had a few puppets already before then that i was using and since then i've i've developed uh, a few others i've got about a dozen uh puppet characters that i use intermittently when i do live shows i rarely use suede and i rarely appear as as trillo and suede this is kind of a separate path direction in the videos and uh, movies that I've created over these years, featuring Trillo and Suede, because my my career, the way I make money, is from doing live shows, which use very different characters, an assortment of characters. Um, but the my passion is it has become mostly to promote Trillo and Suede as much as possible. I um, I've written several screenplays that I've been trying to get produced for a number of years, searched ways to. To raise the money or find producers and that come close several times long story of near misses about getting these things funded so a lot of uh of frustrations in that but I did self-fund a short movie my first Trillo and Suede movie back in 19- 1905 oh, 19- oh, <laughs> yeah, really dating myself I really <laughs> slept out there um yeah but 2005 uh then uh, that's when uh, two thousand five is when I shot this uh, little movie called Oxford Park, so a fifteen minute film, a little mystery featuring Trillo and Suede. I shot in England, on location there, and uh, since then, I, this is when I, in those years since then I've been trying to get other movies made, feature films that I've written. Um, but then just uh, last year I, I uh, shot. Casa Noir is my latest venture on a kind of larger scale a produced movie. It's a 22-minute film, so a short film, which is a parody of Casablanca, the famous 1942 Humphrey Bogart, Ingrid Bergman movie. And so it's my own version of it, my trollo and suede version of it, um, parody and tribute. Um, So I'm busy promoting that trying to use that as a demo to attract investors. And producers to shoot uh, one of these uh, feature films of Trillo and sway, but I also, in the meantime, I do lots of uh, of little videos on TikTok and YouTube. I do usually three every day, uh, um, just some of these very short little you know things. So I just churn them out. I've, I've done probably about a thousand of them in the last uh, last few years or, or
0: couple. And couple you do more. this full time?
3: Uh. Well, the. Um, Uh, I'm really just working part-time these days, but uh, full-time meaning is my main, it's been my main income all this time since I became a ventriloquist, shortly after I became, like 38 years ago. Shortly after that, I was uh, almost a virtually full-time ventriloquist. Um, I I do some other things also part-time because um, uh, from now and then, I'm also a pianist. And I I was a serious pianist at some points when I was young, uh, trying to be or considering being a concert pianist so i got a master's degree in piano and uh, then you know off and on i was pursuing that but but not diligently enough because i had too many other interests but uh, but i uh i used to do some performing and i i still have a few piano students so i, I do that and, uh then i accompany people sometimes in concerts um so that's the one thing i also uh do some yiddish translating i'm fluent in yiddish i have a degree also in yiddish language and literature yiddish and hebrew both uh but yiddish is kind of my specialty i I don't know if you were those are two separate languages a lot of people realize that um hebrew is the official language of israel the country of israel it's the ancient jewish language and it's the revive the language they revived when the modern state of israel was um uh, was developed or, or you know, declared in in 1948. Um, anyway, they, they revived the, the language of Hebrew. But Yiddish is a European Jewish language, which is dying out. Very few people speak it, but I do and uh, learned it. And, you know, so I, I translate, I teach it. So these are side things that I do. But my main thing is ventriloquism.
0: How does one get into ventriloquism?
3: Well, for me, it was uh, a moment, a catharsis moment uh, that I had when... Uh, it was that uh, yeah. Let's see, it was it? Thirty uh, thirty eight. Uh, well, maybe thirty seven years ago, something like that. I um saw a street performer in Manhattan, New York City, um, a, a ventriloquist street performer, and it just it was the first time I'd ever seen a live ventriloquist perform, uh, other than on TV, but in, in real life. And it was very inspiring. I just felt at that moment that. This is what I have to do. It seemed like just the, the perfect, the most exciting, amazing thing I could do. So I, I just set about learning how to do it, practicing obsessively. And within a few
2: months, I was doing it professionally. That's rad. I, so I have a thing with like like dolls, uh, puppets, things that can like move, blink. I don't like the blinking dolls and stuff like that. Um, My, so Michael
0: only likes the dolls with the holes in them.
2: Yeah, that's it. The one, <laughs> my question is you have you said you had about like 12, 12 puppets yeah different characters yeah I have multiples of uh, some uh,
3: most of them I I have backups like uh, at least two of each puppet I've got two suede also um but uh yeah but 12 different characters don't anything weird that. ever happened
0: or you <laughs> questioned your center you're like wait a minute I don't think I put him there.
3: Oh, I question my sanity all the time. It has nothing to do with ventriloquism, though. <laughs> uh, but uh, maybe it, ha- it does have. But uh, not that I'm aware of. Uh, but uh, no, actually, um, when when I'm not, I do ventriloquism so much. And I do so many shows, live shows, and then when I'm not doing the live shows, I I do all these uh, these YouTube and TikTok videos just to try to keep promoting this and make it go bigger. Um, so. Whenever I'm not doing it, I usually just take my mind off it. Like, I, when I was beginning, in the early days, early couple of years of ventrilosin, I was just learning the the techniques and uh, doing a distant voice kind of thing and make it sound like my voice comes from uh, some other place. So uh, I I sometimes, like, play little tricks, like the pranks kind of thing, make people, you know, uh, throw my voice and make people... you know, yeah. like uh, wonder where the voice so I I got a kick out of that a little bit, but, but you know, but after just a little <clears throat> couple years, I just stopped doing it because like no interest in doing it when I'm when I'm not actually performing or making videos, so I I want to get my mind off of it.
0: Did, did have you ever caught yourself when the camera's not recording, you talk to them or you tell them something in passing, and then remember oh shit they're a puppet.
3: <laughs> um well it's not exactly it doesn't happen exactly like that but when i am operating a puppet i've done it so much and so long and uh that it's um it is very second nature so i do have the feeling that that they are real it's not just um um you know i can act anymore i mean of course on some level i mean there's a like a what a super consciousness? I don't know what to call that, but that of course I'm aware that I'm doing everything, but uh, I don't feel it. I general, I generally feel like like they real. I, I I sometimes I remind myself that that's a funny thing that happens. You ask me a like, weird thing, yeah, there have been moments like that when I'm um when I do kind of I consciously forget for a while that I'm doing it, uh, that I'm making them talk and operating them, and I get like a chill um <laughs> occasionally when it just like dawns on me like.
2: Like oh wait, is it I'm doing this. I forgot. You know, <laughs> like yeah. It's almost like they're taking. It's almost like they're possessing you. Like I, I have a like uh, I said, I have a weird thing with puppets and stuff like that. So yeah. I think that they're. I don't know. It's. I don't know. So yeah, I I understand what you're talking about. With
0: have never it, fucking creepy. Have never said anything that pissed you off when you're like <clears> oh <throat> shit I'm, I'm the one who said it. Uh,
3: yeah, that kind of thing. That's um, <laughs> uh, because of course they're alter egos and it's the there's a traditional like a cliche about that which is true about. The, the puppets being able to say stuff that I wish I could say or uh, you know get away with stuff or uh, aspect they're also they're all different aspects of my personality that may be submerged you know um and so um that's kind of fun that's very therapeutic you know it's it's better than, than therapy I've found uh to to be using the puppets for for that reason but um uh, yeah there are those moments where um where sometimes I, I surprise myself and I, I wasn't planning to say things. And I, and they, I mean, if quite my self made them say things. And I, 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 hey, who I cast that? myself, woo, he said that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, one uh, funny thing that uh, happened to be once in an airport, when so I was traveling, sometimes to do out of town shows. I'm based, based mostly in the New York city area. And I, uh, I intentionally all these years haven't traveled much because I didn't want to be on the road. Uh, mostly I, because I was a single dad, raising two girls, two daughters, uh, mostly by myself. Um, and for all those years, I wanted to be there with with them, I, you know, so uh, as much as possible. So uh, I didn't, um, I, I traveled very little, but I do, I, I through the years I occasionally went out for a run out, like one night here or there, you know, and just fly out someplace and come right back, but no tours, No, none, I turned down opportunities to tour. Um, but I, when I did fly one place or the other, as one time the uh, in the security, they, uh, they stopped me and made me open a suitcase And uh, so I I attach the heads um, of the wooden puppets because I have the soft kind and the wooden kind, the suede's wooden kind. And I put them separately, but it's safer to wrap them up just (laughs) so he's... in the scanner, you know, the or head, so maybe take it off to examine it, and then he made me open up the head. There's a trap door, you know, because I apparently thought I might be smuggling drugs or something right. in the head, so he examined all through the gears and the the uh, the springs and the the rods and everything, you know, <laughs> examining oh, swayed vi- head.
0: Violated the poor guy. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, luckily they didn't find anything. <laughs> <laughs> If where does one go to buy their own suede or yeah. Dr. Fauci?
3: Yeah, they're the various puppet makers that specialize in ventriloquist puppets, and it depends mainly if you're getting a soft puppet or hard because they're very different, they're made very different. Suede is a traditional wooden puppet, wooden ventriloquist puppet, often called dummies. When people say ventriloquist dummies, they're thinking of the traditional wooden ones like like suede now sometimes they're made out of other material too but traditionally they were carved out of wood and suede was also and so there's some people who specialize in doing that there are other people who make soft puppets that are more like muppets cloth and foam i mean you know cloth and foam type i use both kinds i have various kinds like you mentioned the fauci one that um um, i mean so um he's a soft puppet i have you know uh, several of of each kind, but there, I don't know anybody who makes both kinds. People seem to like they set they specialize in one or the other. And I hired people to uh, make certain characters according to designs I had or ideas I had. What would uh like? What would a puppet go for, or what would a dummy go for? Yeah, there's a very very wide range depending on the quality and 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 the reputation of who makes it, who who build it. Like uh the suede, if I got a, another suede uh built for me. Now, the guy who um who um, built the original suede for me, um uh, I asked him recently, uh, what are you talking? I think he said uh, it would be normally seven thousand dollars for a guy back then it was uh, uh <laughs> thirty three years ago he, he was a new kind of new to making building these puppets too. So, you know, he charged me I, I think a thousand so now he's charging seven thousand.
2: uh there are some people who charge more what uh <clears throat> like what? So I, I like comedy. Um, what's your, what's your thoughts about Jeff Dunham? He's a great ventriloquist.
3: Uh, you know, he's um, uh, is obviously the most famous uh, of all ventriloquists. Well, I said probably still the most famous. Of course, there's also Terry Fader is quite famous. Do you know him? Yeah. Uh, he yeah. won America's Got he was Talent. on America's Got Talent. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, no, well, maybe a dozen years ago, but he's you know, had a big Vegas act since then. And then there's, of course, Darcy Lynn is the, the girl who won, uh, america's got talent a few years ago um she i don't know I mean, she's 16 17 now i think she won it when she was nine or ten <laughs> something like that uh well so she's you know very talented but of course uh young uh so uh uh i mean these people who are uh, who are famous now among the ventriloquists uh they're all they're all very good they're all deserving uh but you know it, but it takes more than just talent because they're also uh, there are a few, I, I think, uh, equally good um, ventriloquists who are not well known because whatever reasons they haven't pursued it as uh, diligently or, um, you know, just luck of the brakes or something. I mean, in my case, um, I think I, I turned down... Um, opportunities that I had because I was not willing to travel you know as I told you for many years so that limited some of my the opportunities I had I mean I don't know would I have become famous like Jeff Dunham I mean who knows um but but there were some you know opportunities that might have led me in that direction that uh, I just wasn't willing to do
0: so you, meant, you mentioned you had kids um there's typically like a like a dad podcast where just a couple of dads and uh yeah. I, was, I, w- I wonder if he's a dad but even if you weren't a dad, you have the puppets and I'm like, you know what? He is a dad. Yeah. That's a loophole right there. And you know what? He's a dad, damn it. But, Oh you, yeah. But you okay. actually have a uh, humanoid kids. Um, Were you, were you a hit at all their birthday parties? And two, <laughs> h- how did the ladies usually take to your, uh, to your gig?
3: <laughs> um, Well, as far as, having two daughters, now they're they're grown now, they're uh, both in their 20s. Uh, One's in college, one graduated a couple years ago. My older daughter, Michelle, is a singer. She's pursuing an opera career. She graduated from Juilliard, so she's a very serious singer, soprano. And my uh, younger daughter, Sabrina, is a filmmaker going to film school in New York. Uh, So they're both very talented and uh, you know, artistic in in various ways. Um, When they were little and growing up, they uh, they both were very, uh, I guess I'd say very into my puppets from early on, enjoyed uh, them. And uh, I mean, they were the the very young years. It was very cute how they thought they were real. You know, I don't know what age they kind of eventually figured out that they're not actually real, but they, you know, thought they were at first. But um, they... um, yeah, I did perform for their birthday parties. Uh, when they were little, most of the time saved me a lot of money from hiring other entertainers. Uh, but they they didn't mind. I don't think they felt slighted because they, you know, their friends all loved the shows and they were big hits. So I think they they took some pride in that that their you know daddy was kind of popular with their with their friends that kind of thing. But uh, of course, they when they they grew out of that <laughs> as teenagers. Uh, they uh, lost interest in them. they
0: that wasn't cool anymore playing no, with his not that cool anymore oh, no. he's playing with his puppets again
3: <laughs> but i think i think they have a renewed now they're in their 20s i think now they're beginning to appreciate me again <laughs> like um I, my younger daughter sabrina um made some comments recently about that uh in fact in, in some other interview like podcast interview we were, we were doing uh, that she, she appeared with me also uh because she also has been involved in my web series and my uh, my recent movie Casanova that I mentioned earlier, and um, she said some very sweet things. One of the things she mentioned about ventriloquism was talking about she loves working with me and that we have we are both filmmakers. We have a lot in common, and she said, what could be cooler than having a ventriloquist dad? You know, so it's like um, that. That's felt very sweet after all these years okay. and after having uh, you know seen that she doesn't care at all about it anymore. But I guess now she appreciates it.
0: So you're popular at birthday parties. Were you popular with other moms? Were you popular with the ladies? Um, yeah,
3: I guess so. Uh, it's, uh, let's see. How that, you know, I, I kind of I, I wish I could redo because, like, I, in retrospect, I mean, I was. That's one of the things. I'm I'm very oblivious to certain things, and this this kind of thing with the ladies' reaction. Like in in retrospect, I, I remember now, like so many opportunities. Like, uh, well, I guess that uh, yeah, she. She was uh, seemed to be like very interested in me, but for some reason I always separated. Like if I got someone's attention or woman's attention, like with when I was doing ventriloquism, I always kind of discounted. I feel like ah she's kind of just putting me on. Like who's who's going to be interested in this thing? But yeah, I think a lot of them
2: were. Uh, you know, at least some of them were uh, thought that that it was cool. Um, so, oh yeah control suede web series casa noir you can find it uh on imdb.com is that right? yeah and it's got a nine nine star rating i checked it out it looks tight oh you so. did boy. Yeah. You know, that reminds me i've, I've got to uh,
3: check that out myself the listings and update them i don't know how uh i haven't checked for a while you know i'll probably add some more information to some of these so, but they are listed there on imdb yeah and uh you can see it all on the, uh, the YouTube channel. It's the Trillo and Suede YouTube channel.
2: Over 20 YouTube. episodes.
3: Heck, yeah. yeah. 20 episodes of the web series. And then Casa Noir just recently released for uh, almost a year. Casa Noir was in the film, the international film festival circuit. So I could not release it on the internet because that it violates the rules of some of these festivals. They wanted to have uh, premieres that other people couldn't see uh, when they were at film festivals. But then I finished the run of the film festivals uh, recently. I figured that's enough of the film festivals, and I just want as many people as possible to see it. So I put it right up there on the YouTube channel just recently, and uh, there for free. Everybody could watch the whole movie. Uh, plus, I've got hundreds of other videos, uh, just a lot of shorts that I, that I do, just fun little things with, with Suede and with a bunch of other puppets.
0: Well, sir, I appreciate you coming on. Yeah. My
3: pleasure. And on behalf of Trillo and Sway, their pleasure as well.
0: Appreciate right, it, Jonathan.
2: Thank you. Uh, sure. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I w- I was really pumped to be able to talk to you guys, man. It was. Uh, it was cool. Um, I got a, Like I said, I have a fucking weird thing with puppets, but it was. It was cool. <laughs> and which how you do, man? The transition is fucking smooth as shit. Oh, so thank you. Um, yeah. Hopefully, fucking people come check you out in Brooklyn and uh, keep killing it. Uh, yeah, keep killing. No, it. that would be great.
0: All right, Michael, well, that was our guest. Our guests we had multiple technically three fun conversation i'm kind of intrigued i'm kind of intrigued about ventriloquism now i think my son get a real kick out of that
2: i wonder if like i mean it's got it so the the what the state was it? stacy lynn i think it was stacy lynn the chick that he was talking about the the younger ventriloquist i don't know maybe yeah. like I wonder if I should ask him, but I wonder if like that gives him like hope because I I'm ignorant to the whole ventriloquism thing, like what the scene's like. I don't know. Um, is it like a is it is it still popping in some areas and shit? Yeah. I don't. There's I don't hope, know. For, the seen... yeah. there's hope like, for the younger generation. Yeah, there's hope for the younger generation. Yeah, passing like a flag and shit like that. Like I f- I feel like that's probably like a cool
0: cool feeling. And yeah, uh hopefully. like like when you get a puppet, is it kind of like a build a bear where you kind of like. I want that eyes, that 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 head, that skull, that arm.
2: Probably, or is it like um uh fucking Ge- uh, not Geppetto? Isn't Geppetto it?
0: Yeah, no, Ge- yeah who, it's Geppetto. Yeah, he's the one who made it. Yeah, like movie. that's how they
2: fucking do it. That's that's wild. It is wild. And those puppets are expensive, dude.
0: Seven thousand.
2: That's wild. I want. Damn, I should have asked if it's heavy. Made of oak, so. Probably, got some I'm sure we can find code. cheap
0: one on Amazon.
2: Maybe, but it's probably shit quality.
0: It's all right. It yeah. just it's 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 for Zoom, <laughs> and 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 for your son's uh, birthday party. Dude,
2: I wonder like if there's what's the thing where you dance with the puppets? Is there like a what's the term to that
0: puppeteer? I don't know. I don't know. Is it a puppeteer? Hmm. Wonder if. Uh, um... Yeah, yeah. I don't what... know, Mike.
2: That was a that was a cool conversation. I liked
0: it. All right, Mike. Where can people find you? Why is it
2: spazzing me out?
0: Am I spazzing? You're I can see the lights. It's probably that And it burns! It's probably it that floating <laughs> banana that you have.
2: Oh yeah, you don't like my banana. The world needs to see my banana.
0: Mike loves his bananas.
2: I love my bananas. Um, Damn I, it, where, dude!
0: Where can people find you? People can find me on the internet, uh, dude. Bros underscore
2: works. Experience. If you want to, dude. Actually, I get. I just, dude. I, that's weird because I ran over to the tavern before this. My buddies were over there, and I showed up, and my buddy, <laughs> he was like, "Do you just get back from shooting a fucking porn film, dude?" Because I guess my hair was all fucked up and still wet, and so it's weird that you say that. I don't do porn, dudes.
0: Wink, wink. <laughs> and go ahead
2: and follow uh, me, on Dubro, D- Dubros D- underscore Woodworks. If you want to follow my actual social, uh find it. Good luck. Just find it. Try to find it.
0: His name is Michael Kenneth Drum. God
2: damn it, dude! <laughs> Kenneth.
1: <laughs>
2: okay. Yeah, Michael Kenneth Drum. Oh, you doxed the fuck out of me with the last name, you bitch. <laughs>
0: It's Michael Kenneth, the drummer. (laughs) Yeah, drummer. There we go. That's better. (laughs) Where can people find you at, dude? Go ahead and follow me on TikTok, Data and Boy. On Instagram, Facebook, Data and Boys. Right here on YouTube, the Data and Boys podcast. Or wherever you find your favorite podcast except Pandora. Fuck those people. On Patreon, patreon patreon.com slash Patreon. Bro, you're fucking distracting the shit out of me, bro.
2: (laughs) Hey, you want to get into ASMR,
0: (laughs) bro? They have like thousands of views on their freaking like live, like literally thousand. So weird. Like ten thousand people are like watching, and I'm like, this is so stupid. As I'm watching for about thirty minutes,
2: (laughs) (laughs) people just stay stay and watch this for (laughs) thirty. Yeah,
0: I don't know. the patreon Uh, patreon patreon.com slash data and boys so for mike i'm db no no that's not what
2: i say nope it's not rusty Uh, i'm
0: i'm the dad with the a i'm daddy with the y we'll see y'all next week
2: peace later bros